A little bit of Emma on the show. Oh, hello there. It's Jer. And if you thought that a little pandemic would slow us down a little, you're in for a little surprise. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Happy Wednesday, friends. You are listening or tuning in to Hashtag Getting, the award-winning Hashtag Getting, the uh, best podcast in all of higher education, coming to you uh, from the capital, the corona-beaten capital of Alabama, Shelby Center, Hart of the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. I'm Jeremy Henderson, a communications specialist at the Office of Communications within said college, joined as always by my co-host, the Quaff King of Chicago. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> the Quaff, you know, the yeah, do. It's, it's the rabbit ridge. The do. Just but I will tell you, Jer, um, we've, been in, Phillips, we've been in this pandemic enough to where it's not Wednesday. What? Oh, you're right. And when we put this thing on the air, it won't be no, anyway. Well, but, you know. Hey. So, uh, but yeah, the hair, we've, we've been talking about that. That's it's it's we, we come in, we see each other from a distance, from a safe distance. And each time it's like, you know, we're not seeing each other every day now. And the Zoom meetings don't really quite give you that same effect everybody's got their fancy backdrops and everything yeah and the kids screaming in the background <laughs> and that and the dogs the and dogs, the birds yeah. and uh, we've got marcus klutz over here on keys looking good as always and we are joined today by a, if not a national treasure at least a local one um save the quarry no no fight the quarry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. it's thursday and we're fighting the quarry jerry fight the quarry no, don't save the quarry uh emma little a senior at electrical engineering uh, en route to grad school and a, a student worker. Obviously, I mean, you know, love Livy. Front door. Love yeah. everybody. But, I mean, you think student worker. You, the same the face. This is Emma. This is the face mm-hmm. of the college. She's the one. She's in the She's in the brochures. She's grinning oh, yeah. next to the dean. Website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all, y'all got me everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember oh. agreeing to that. But <laughs> thanks. We don't, that's why we don't print forms or any of that stuff, so it's not traceable. <laughs> but, yeah, if we're going to uh, use you as a model. Mm-hmm. At the college, we're not going to do it one time. So, listen, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, and you've been working through this whole thing. Yeah, she you've has. been coming in. Like, how often are you working right now? Well, currently, so I'm still doing my dean's office job, but I'm also doing a little bit of research as well. So, you know, we're all oh. staying very, you know, six feet apart, very quarantined. Look at that. But, uh, well, you know, a good few days a week, still trying to balance classes and stuff like that. So, what's that been like? Busy. I worked a subway shift on Thanksgiving one time. <laughs> And I think I fell asleep. <laughs> People just don't have that thirst for meatball no. when it's Turkey <laughs> Thursday, do they? No. So what's that been like? Like the quarantine? Yeah, I mean working here and actually like coming in and everything because we're still fully operational. Well, in a, I, yeah, mean, I mean, quasi fully. I was about to say it, we the university is. You know, we went through a period where the buildings were open, or they were closed, and they were open. Then sure. they're closed again, uh, for the most part. Now, don't get me wrong, faculty. You know, people like us were, are coming in some of the office. Uh, it's it's probably ninety five percent of the people are not are not here but we have to be open for deliveries and things like that answer the phones mm-hmm. um so yeah emma's emma's been front line oh, on I the sure trenches. 
it's been it's been pretty exciting. I've realized most exciting part of my day has been when the UPS man comes. <laughs> really? <laughs> because we have this bonding moment. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're in this together. Right. And he's, he's like a local celebrity too. He's oh, got he's like totally an awesome is. story too. Oh, is it the guy with the glasses? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did yeah, he write a book? Isn't he like an Wait, author? Did he write a book? Oh, he's, I think I he's, heard he's pretty bad. Yeah. No, I've heard. Yeah. Everybody's got. <laughs> what's that guy's name? We need oh, to get him on the I podcast. Know. He called me on the delivery, and now I feel bad. <laughs> I well, anyway, so he, we'll, we'll get with him later. But so uh, you've got so not only the interesting experience of being a student worker here during you know this crazy, unprecedented time, but also a senior. Yeah. Everybody's well, and that's this is what I wanted to hear because the past couple of weeks it's either just been us sitting around a table, or we've had some of the reinvent guys. We've had yeah, some faculty very reinvent heavy. Yeah, so but we I, haven't had a student perspective. We've not had the student perspective for what it's been like the last couple weeks so that that's what i want to hear emma when this when this first started happening the transition uh to remote learning just w- what's it been like I, i'm sure it's a lot better not having to you get up a lot later <laughs> you can get up right you, you know, know for those, it. Yeah. you know but, it. so i mean well, you skipped a lot of classes right so, I mean, you <laughs> don't really say that on air a, oh my gosh give me a perfect walking in with pajamas and, <laughs> like good lord yeah so, so what 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 has it been like you know, it's been it's been a transition. I think we have said that phrase probably a thousand times since it's all started, but it's been a good one. You know, I've started to really realize how much work goes into being a professor, especially when all of a sudden you're doing the same thing for 10 years and then you have to do it completely differently right. at the drop of a hat. But it's been pretty good. I realized that um, my Wi-Fi is terrible. <laughs> I realized that maybe that's something I should invest in a little bit more. But so far, a lot well, of my still class- using cord headphones. Like ear things. Hey, you know what I mean? You yeah. haven't even gone Bluetooth that's, that's, those things yet. I am so. a broke college student. If y'all want to like Apparently. go Not for me. long. Yeah, not no, for long. not for long. Yeah, that's and that's um, it, it is surprising in some of these meetings that we've had of uh, how many students don't have Wi-Fi. You know, don't have internet really? access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, and that is uh, especially for some of those that have gone off campus and have gone back home, going mm. to some rural rural areas. Mm. Um, you know, even if they do, sometimes it's spotty. We're, we're experiencing that with faculty staff meetings ourselves, where you know you get the frozen, <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get the you get the frozen face, or you get the, you know, so. It, it I've happens. been faking that a lot. <laughs> is that what I that can't is? Hear you. I'm yeah. sorry, I've got to go. I knew every time I'm like, "Hey, Jerry, can you take care of that? I can't hear you." <laughs> is this thing on? Well, so uh, you, you the experience in in terms of the zoo. I mean, is it a different? I mean, you're still getting what you need because again, it's not only a student perspective, but a senior. Everybody on Facebook for the high school folk who, you know, their their senior year experience has been cut short. But obviously, you're going into grad school, so it might not you're just going to keep going and everything. But mm-hmm. this obviously isn't how you imagined your final because you only recently decided to go to grad school, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really within this past year. Right. Okay. I figured it out. Well, like I said, it's not well, terribly I, I, recent. And but. what what all courses are you taking right now? So right now I'm in two different elective courses, which is renewable energy and antenna design. And then I'm also in antenna senior design. design. Yeah, antenna design. Okay. Yeah, it's been it's pretty exciting stuff. Those antennas, man, they'll, they'll get crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wow. antennas are a lot different, Jared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. don't have to get on the roof to adjust this one. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's been pretty good. Um, the only sad thing has been as a senior not being able to finish my senior design experience because um, we just recently in electrical engineering transitioned into a two semester design. So we were kind of the guinea pigs, you know. Everyone else, I think a lot of people do two semesters. But this was our first time we planned the whole last semester to, to figure out what we wanted to do. And we were finally like like a week away from actually finishing our design and then being able to, you know, 
actually present it and do the showcase and have our professors, you know, grill us and, and ask us questions. So that was probably, I would say that's the most disappointing kind of aspect of well, so it. So how are you handle, how are you handling it? So what we're actually doing instead now is we're just writing a report and we're pretty much just detailing everything that we did up to this point, what we wanted to do, what we actually accomplished, and then what, you know, the pandemic. So what was the project? Yeah, that's what I'm Oh, so the project. Okay. So we um Do you know? I mean Oh yeah. Oh I definitely know. <laughs> I've I've been writing that report all day long. So our team uh we were in electrical engineering, but somehow none of us had ever done anything with robots our entire lives. So we decided, okay, we don't want to do something with a robot. What we ended up doing was creating a senior design project centered around uh, youth outreach, because a lot of us have been volunteering doing that type of thing in undergrad. So what we decided to do is create a robotic metal detector. And this is probably going to sound lame as a joke, but because it's a it's a robot, we decided to make it frog theme and call it AU Robot. So it's going to be like a, a frog looking metal detector. That's right up Jeremy's alley. I don't know. <laughs> sure, sure no, I mean, I'm, normally I, I would say, say yes, I can see, I can see the wheels turning. I mean, on. I was about to go ahead. How, how much time are we in? Oh, <laughs> if you kick me off now for a bad joke, so wait, wait, wait. So it's a you, you've made a robot frog that detects mm-hmm. metal. Mm-hmm. So basically, what we wanted to do is we were gonna have the actual Jeremy <laughs> no, be okay, supportive no, 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 of me no, no, here. Okay. Rib, robot, 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 a robot is what okay, we were gonna call it. Okay, not trademarked or anything, okay. so you can steal it if you want. <laughs> but basically, our game plan was it was gonna be a metal detector. And you should have called it the electrode, the electrode, like an electrode. Where, where were you last year? <laughs> at our, at our no, meetings. That's true. Now he's here all week. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Now, now okay, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So we're going to have a little robot, and it was going to be transparent. All the housing was going to be some type of probably green, transparent, plexiglass or something like that. So we're going to be able to use it for youth outreach because kids, we could show them like, hey, you want to interact with it and go play around with this little robot, but you can actually point to things inside the robot and show them how it works. Like so, dissecting a, a frog. Yeah, but in like a less gross way. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's definitely why I did not choose biology. Let me tell you, those people get into some weird stuff. Well, youth so, outreach, mm-hmm. storybook, uh, storybook. Book. Book. Plus. Storybook. Storybook farm. <laughs> you save the car. Yeah. No, no, the car. Uh, so, I mean, that's some youth outreach right there, right? So tell yes. us a little bit about that because you are. You're, I was about to say, you got a little close connection to Yeah, close place. connection to story. Everybody well, knows story. And what is it? Right? Well, yeah. for those who well, don't know. All right, well, let me let me jump into that. I've been training for my whole life for this one. <laughs> so, Storybook Farm is a nonprofit therapeutic horseback reuniting center in Opelika. My mom started when I was, I guess, maybe four years old. But pretty much what it is, is any kid that has had any type of difficulty in their life, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, any any type of challenge, can come out to Storybook and they can come ride horses, they can build a community, they can really grow their self-confidence, I think is really what it is. Because we've all been kids and I, I loved my childhood, it was great, but man, there's some there's some troubling times when you're a kid. It's, it's scary and lonely. So what Storybook seeks to do is be a place of haven, um, safe security for kids and really help them to develop their, I, I mean, honestly, kind of everything. Connections with other kids, connections with the volunteers. Storybook has probably 200 people a week, wow. Auburn, like, right. students yeah. that come out and volunteer. That's awesome. And That's so, so it's cool. really just like a really big opportunity for everyone to grow as a community and really, you know. How many horses are we talking about? We are talking, ooh, do you count miniature horses? No, of course. Okay. They're I would a, say they're a half. Yeah. They're a half. Okay. If we if we count them as a whole, we have, I think, 16 horses right now. Wow. About to get 17. So it's pretty good. Okay. 
So, um, well, the, on, um, on outreach as well, you volunteer uh, with our camps here that we have, some of the summer camps as well. Yes, I do. Um, why have you chosen to do that? And what did you get out of that experience of working with the uh, – because you kind of worked with the gamut of the really small kids and the mm-hmm. and some of our junior, senior Tiger camps mm-hmm. as well. Oh, it's just fantastic. I think, you know, for one thing, I can talk about engineering all day long. I love it. It's, hey, it's we, utterly fascinating. We got a lot of time. Yeah, I, she, she spent 45 minutes trying to tell me how a cell phone works one time out in the hall. Oh, I'm so I sorry. I still have no idea. But I think about it a lot, though. Wow. I think about what you said and the electric, you know, you stuff in your hands and your fingers. Anyway, yeah, you can talk about electrical engineering all day long. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can. So it's fun because kids, you know, they inherently have that type of intense curiosity. They want to know everything. They want to have questions. They want to have answers. So I've really enjoyed being able to do outreach because it's been able to help me kind of harvest their enthusiasm. And every kid, you know, all they want to do is run out and play and do something. And engineering is such a hands-on kind of activity that's really easy to do youth outreach and kind of cultivate that enthusiasm. Um, But I've really also enjoyed kind of getting to mentor kids a little bit as well. I think especially when like young women have come through and young like little girls have like just really been invested in like, whoa, look at this robot go. So is there an experience specific to that? I mean, is there one that comes to mind, oh, a yeah. certain kid or a Absolutely. Certain- there was a Bex Robotics tournament this past semester that I volunteered with, with Dr. Roppel and a few other people from the engineering group. And there were these precious girls. Um, so pretty much they had different kind of tournaments within this one competition. And you had to, as a judge, look at a little notebook that they used to document their engineering process. And they you know, went to their competitions and you had to interview them actually ask them like hey what did you do on this project what were your goals what were your different um ambitions kind of that you wanted to to achieve and watching all these little kids they're probably like in middle school i think is with the age they were just so excited to tell you every single thing that they've been working on this this whole semester maybe even a year about their project and the best part i think was probably these little girls who were on all on a team together and they had first of all i'll say the best portfolio that i've ever seen (laughs) couldn't couldn't be beat by anyone there but they were just so excited to tell you all the different things about how, like, as girls, what they did better. <laughs> Which, you know, I got to say, I, I, I appreciate that, that, that girl support, that girl power right there. We've had a lot of girl power on this show. You know, yeah, just, just until recently, we you know we had a couple of yeah, male faculty. Much, really. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, are, are, uh, are you going to participate with it? I know all, a lot of our camps are going to be virtual. Mm-hmm. Are you participating in any of those this summer? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Really? Look at you. What a go-getter. I can't – these kids that we talk to, students, young adults. Thank you. Me. Yeah, take us seriously, please. Young ladies. Thank you. Women. So, uh, but, we, I, mean, I mean, they're just so – I mean, I don't, I don't know. What, you and I, again, I we say, were just I, talking about what slackers Just finding the time of as rigorous as the engineering curriculum is, and especially when you're a senior and you're working on your senior design project and stuff like that, just finding the time for it. Uh, and then volunteering, you know, like you said, at Storybook, it, it's just, that's cool. Um, grad school. So what what were your thoughts in pursuing a graduate education and what are your goals you know, I know, I know it's kind of an unknown, and, and when you go to a grad school, okay, there's all kind of ways that you can explore, and you can um, kind of tailor what you, you want out of your education. So what, what are you hoping to get out of grad school? Why grad school now? So grad school, thankfully, you know, given the current climate of everything, I'm very glad that I kind of jumped the gun and right. decided to go for it. Um, what originally happened with me was I did undergraduate research over the summer with Dr. Adams in the STORM lab. 
And that was a really wonderful opportunity. I just wanted to kind of get more hands-on experience. Engineering is a whole bunch of, you work problems over and over, you realize you did it wrong, you keep working them and you take tests and you kind of move on. But I really want to get some hands-on experience. And Auburn has such fantastic resources within engineering. And I was able to do a lot of stuff in the microfabrication lab with microelectronics and stuff like that. And kind of being in that environment with, you know, all these different PhD students who are, I mean, absolute geniuses, but they all, they also don't shame you for not knowing something. They'll sit down, they'll teach you, and they'll say, all right, you've got the tools, now go do it. So I really enjoyed being in that experience. And I really decided that that's kind of where I want to be. That's where I think that I will thrive. I want to know more about engineering. I want to get more of a, I have a lot of depth, I think, in, in a certain region, but I want to be able to kind of experience a little more of hands-on activities. Are you going into electrical and computer? I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, masters? Masters. PhD in the future. Ooh, see, everyone keeps keeps telling me it's just another two years, and you know, we'll we'll see, we'll see how it goes at the start. Oh, of I'm Doctor Doctor Little. Oh, what's happening, Doctor Little? I think there are far too many. Doctor Little, that sounds mm-hmm. great. What yeah. a great ring to it. Yeah, that's a YouTube channel right there. <laughs> you got a bright future. I like my mom. <laughs> what is the storm lab, by the way? Real the storm quick, lab? help me out with that. Listen, I wish like I could tell you. Flying a kite with a key up. You what know, are we honestly, about? in this weather, that yeah. would be fantastic. I kind of wish we thought about yeah, that. We've still got a couple hours till the other storms <laughs> roll in. <laughs> we got some time to kill. I tell you what, just drop <laughs> it down on us, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the weather, the well, you're, you're, um, you're locally. Um, you, you grew up local. Did mm-hmm. was Auburn always the choice, or did you? Why Auburn? So Auburn, Auburn was always one of the choices. You know, for a little bit, I was thinking maybe I want to get out, maybe I want to change things up, go to the north and figure something out. What were what were the other choices that were actually choices? That, that were actually choices. Yeah. So I was thinking about um, Boston College. Not I was not up to the MIT, but I was, you know, UMass Amherst, stuff like that. I really kind of focused on Auburn, though, in the end. Oh, Clemson was another really big one, okay. too. I, hi. Auburn with a lake? Never heard of it. Auburn. <laughs> shocking, right? Um, I really ended up going with Auburn because... You know, growing up here, I always thought college would be one thing, and it's actually turned out to be the opposite. I kind of thought that I knew what Auburn was being a kid running around going to all the football games. But when I actually kind of started going to Auburn, I realized it was the perfect choice because looking at Auburn, you just see stuff about, you know, the Auburn family all the time. We're all about the basketball. We're about the tailgates and stuff like that. But I think the community at Auburn has just always been uniquely home. And I think it's that way whether or not you actually grew up in Auburn. You know, you get to Auburn, you feel like you belong. So I really kind of went with Auburn just because it was what that I felt would be the most beneficial, encouraging place to be at. And also the engineering college is fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) You know we're the biggest one on campus, right? Are we? Do you know that? Oh, man. And the best. And and you kind of what she just described, I always used to get on to her because – Emma is not one that goes to all the football games. She doesn't go to all the basketball games. Don't call me out on your like that. Uh, well, but the, it, it's the, you know, the ag- again, <laughs> 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 but uh, it is one of those, you know, when I came to Auburn, you know, the main driving force for me coming to Auburn was I loved Auburn football. Mm. I loved Auburn basketball. I wanted to be able to be a student, sit in the student section. And I just happened to be like, okay, well, I love sports enough to where I want to go into sports writing and I'll go into journalism and, and, you know, career went from there. Um, but that was my driving force. And again, Auburn is a place to where, yes, we are known, uh, very much for our sports programs. We are known for our college of engineering. We're known for our vet school. We're known for our business school. We're known for a lot of things. We're an everything school, as Coach Burrell says. But, you know, there is so much 
to experience here and to do um, in a small town, but in a large university to where you don't have to go to all the football games. You don't have to go to all the basketball games. There's enough to, to and again, as she's talked about what she's, what she's done with outreach, what she's doing with her research. Um, and the new Kroger. I mean, it's, and the it's, it's phenomenal. You can get lost at that place. You really can. That's Six feet apart. Nice and are they going to one way aisles? Are they? I don't know. Is that a thing? I, it, oh, that's it, totally listen, a thing. And I'm one of those. I work the grid. When I go in the grocery store, you know, it's uh-huh. up and down, I'm list in order. You know, uh, that's that's me. If all of a sudden they tell me, okay, every other aisle I have to go. Uh-uh. No, there, there's going to be the police call. You know, I've always wondered about people who have names, be it first names or last names, that are also like either like a noun or an adjective or something like that. Mm-hmm. What's that been like growing up? Growing up, last name little. Yeah, I mean, and you're on, little. And, and you're how not, tall? How you're tall are you? I mean, seriously, yeah. how tall are you? Okay. So I would have been proud to tell you that I'm five foot two. Um, however, my best friend the other day said that she thought that was a lie. So she actually measured me. So I'm actually five foot three quarters. Hey. Actually, no, five foot one. Let me add that inch oh, in there. Oh, mm-hmm. oh five, not five foot three. No, a, oh, no, right. five or foot one and three quarters. One and three quarters. Yeah, that would be the proper way to say okay, that, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would. Okay. Yeah, You're not even so. five, not even five to two. No. Yeah. But if we round it up, which awful. we love doing in engineering, I think <laughs> well, I'm pretty much five what two. you lack in stature. <laughs> mm-hmm. You make up for everywhere else. In heart. In you know heart. I mean? Thank you. One of the most po- – that's something else with the students that we get on here. What a positive attitude. And, again, I go back to where we started this thing of you know, Marianne, too. Uh, you know, they're not going to – I would love Marianne. We really miss Marianne. Mm. Uh, miss Marianne sits at the front desk. But when she's not there and the student workers fill in, Emma's the face of the college. Makes my day. That's it. Makes my day. Well, thank you. Five foot one and – Three quarters. three quarters. Yeah, don't so forget the three quarters. you riding the miniature horses out there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that- you know, actually, they're a little bit too big for me, so I'd probably get my feet on the ground. Golden you know, Retriever, I loved. He was great. Oh. Emma, can't thank you enough. Yes, uh, thank I'm glad you. we're still going to have you around. Yes. Uh, you, you are still going to be around, right? You're still oh, yeah. going to be working grad school wise? Oh, grad school, I think it might be a yeah. full time job over yeah, there. Yeah, it kind of is. But yeah. I'll, I'll still come over and you steal better. some coffee. You well, better. Still, yeah. yeah. Thanks thanks a ton for taking the time here in the midst of the uh, the pandemic yeah, thank and, you for uh, and giving me. us the student perspective, which we've been needing. And uh, War Eagle. Yeah, and stay safe on this Thursday. There you go. War, <laughs> War Eagle, Eagle guys. Emma.